When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. With deer season already begun for the bow hunters and gun season coming up the end of the month, it's important to make sure you are prepared and safe. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Zach Haas of Creek Bottom Land Management shares more about the types of hunting stands out there, what to think about when choosing one, and key safety practices to keep in mind this hunting season. When you go down to the very basic, you'd be going to more of a a ladder stand or hang-on stand, more of an open environment-based stand, kind of going upwards. You kind of then go into more of a, let's say, a soft panel blind, uh, pop-up blind, and then going all the way to the top is when then you get into the permanent structures, the constructed stands, insulated stands, um, prefabricated stands. So I'd say those are the three different kind of stands and, that we can utilize. And so then what do you look for? Does it depend on what type of hunting you're doing for maybe what type of those three stands you're going to be choosing? Or does it depend on maybe what your woods look like and maybe there's better trees than others to use certain stands in? Can you kind of give me a little rundown of what um, hunters should be thinking about when choosing the proper stand? There's a couple things that go into play. Actually, I should say a lot of things that go into play. Number one is obviously, are you hunting public or private? Can you have something that's permanent or must it be able to be moved? You know, other things would be, what are you using? Are you using a compound bow or using a rifle muzzleloader? Other things, how many people will be hunting? Are you bringing a, say, a kid with you or um, someone that might be handicapped with you? So you need more of a box stand structure. So there's a lot of things going to play. Also, you know, what kind of area are you in? Are you hunting a big open farm field? Are you in a closed quarters woods where maybe the first shot's only 20 or 30 yards? Of a long list of things, there's probably honestly 100 different ways to do it, but at the end of the day, the biggest thing is comfortability and making sure that obviously you can get in the right spot at the right time. Can you touch on, are there any certain trees or qualities that make this tree, maybe not specifically that type of tree, but that taller tree versus that more short and stubby one or things like that <laughs> that make it the best one to use? When you're looking more at trees to put stands on, so now you're talking more of the ladder stands or the hang-on stands or even the new type of hunting is saddle hunting where you actually have kind of a uh, peril that you go into and you actually hang from a stand. So when you look at these different trees, is you want something that is obviously straight <laughs> so you're not hanging off a cliff thinking you're going to fall off the stand. But a couple other things you want to look at too is, you know, how hidden are you up in that tree? Is it branched, a fork tree where you can have some limbs that maybe hide you a little better? Are there things that... You can maybe you know hang your gear bag on, your pack on, and riskily when I look at a tree, I want to make sure it's wide enough. So let's say something with a diameter that's probably 16, 20 inches at minimum, and then obviously getting up a good height. So you want to get up riskily at minimum 15 feet. Personally, I like to get up closer to 20 feet, and then like I said, a larger tree with some branches. So I, we, when you're up there, you're hidden, so a deer don't see you moving and things of that nature. So once we have our tree stand, we have all of our equipment, you know, we've got, like you mentioned, either the compound bow or muzzleloader, whatever it is. Can we talk about safety? There's a way to safely put these up and make sure that they are sturdy and ready for you to be out there. And then going back to that hunting spot when you're actually ready, 
there's a way to safely use them, get in and out of them. Can you talk through the big safety yeah. component? Anytime hanging a stand, always have someone with you. Um, I see, you know, we all have people to go home to, and it's important to have someone there with you to help you, you know, look at the stand and, you know, hang it correctly, maybe hand you things while you're up climbing. So a couple things that are out there, too, just for that first day when you're hanging, let's say, a ladder stand. There's actually a tool out there that almost like a boat winch system that you can crank up the stand so you're not trying to balance, act it up and make sure it doesn't kick out. Other things that you can do for like hang-on stands or for the saddle hunters is there's actually lineman ropes and harnesses. So you, when you're up there, you're actually physically attached to that tree so you can't be falling. You know, and once that stands up, the next process is, so for all, like even all my stands, there's something called a lifeline. So it goes around the tree, ropes around, and that's what you tie into your safety harness. You click in when you're at the bottom of the tree, slide it all the way up till you're in your stand safely. And now if you would fall at any moment going in or out of the tree, which is the most common when it comes to injuries, now you won't fall to the ground. You'll just be hanging there from that safe line, that lifeline rope. So those are the big things going into play. A couple things to avoid um, safety-wise, too, is a big thing that you see very popular was the tree steps. Um, over time, tree steps have been kind of the root cause of many injuries, whether they pull out a tree or someone slips and catch one in the in the gut or leg. Uh, so going into more of the ladder systems, um, you know, the nice tree steps, there's a lot of good options out there nowadays. So you're a little safer when you're going in and out of that stand. Does weather potentially affect which stand maybe you want to use? So if it's raining that day, maybe I'm not obviously going to climb up into this one higher stand. Maybe I'm just going to sit on the stump on the ground or something like that. What weather factors should you be paying attention to ahead of time? Yeah, so if you're in these more open, um, I should say open weather stands, open environment stands, like your hang-ons, your ladder stands, yeah, you certainly want to be cautious. Like if you have one of those frosty mornings where you have ice on these ladders, they can be very slippery. Um, but I've even seen that on box stands with ladders um, at any point. So extreme caution should be used there anytime it's, raining or you got frost or maybe some fresh snow um at those moments obviously make sure you have the safety measures in, in place but uh, the other thing is once again going back to comfortability you know trying to sit in these open environment stands when it's downpouring isn't the best thing for your health or even safety um you know so that might be when you want to more switch into your box stands your blinds things that way that you're protected a little bit better from the weather speaking of comfortability i have seen stands from both ends of the spectrum so my family we usually do just kind of sit out on the random tree stump that we find and hopefully have a good backrest but i've also seen some that it looks like they're sitting in a cabin it's got you know a fireplace a couch everything and they're sitting there relaxing (laughs) just waiting for this deer to come by so can you maybe explain what you use or stories that you've heard of the really levels of comfortability that are out there for some people yeah so just like you stated um that's how i kind of grew up hunting we used to take hay bales from the hayloft we built a little makeshift blind and that's how we hunted um which is fine and dandy we learned how to tough the elements when i was younger uh, but nowadays i mean it's one of those things with comfortability and i hunt now i have a stand i even call the log cabin in the sky that's fully insulated has a built-in heater things that way and what's nice is when you get to that concept especially when you want to bring the youth into the outdoors is now you have a way of keeping that that child that youth that new hunter even a little more comfortable warmer and they can kind of get more of a sense and feel of what it means to hunt rather than freezing to death. Um, you know, nothing wrong with being an open environment. I believe in bow hunting to be more in the open to, so you can hear more things going on. Um, but when it comes to gun season, let's say you want to sit all day, 
that's when it does get nice to have that, you know, let's say that box blind, however it might be built, uh, molded blind, uh, fully constructed blind. But when you can have a little heater and stuff like that, helps you keep out there longer, enjoy the moment more. Um, you're not going out there like, well, that was brutal, and I barely could open my eyes because they're frozen shut. Now you're actually going out there and having more of a time and more memories. Do you have any tips for fall hunters? Yeah, I'd say you know, when you're really looking out to you know, find your spot for this, you know, this upcoming, whether it be the rut right now for the deer breeding or be for gun hunting coming up, is you know, try to get your spot where, A, you feel comfortable that you could be there for a while, but then look for, looking for those areas where deer are traversing, where maybe it's uh, edges of habitats, where they're going from a woods to a field, uh, from a marsh to a, a woods, looking for those edges of habitats, huge. Um, but then, too, easy access, learning, you know, try to figure out a way that you can get in and out of your stand very easily and effective so you're not bumping your uh, deer, your prey. And realistically, you know, have fun with it. Uh, don't, you know, try try not to be stuck to that stand that was great 20 years ago. Um, explore. Try doing things um, and bring someone out there with you. That was Zach Haas of Creek Bottom Land Management. You can learn more hunting safety tips at dnr.wisconsin.gov. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.